The aim of Black Mental Matters is to tell experiences with honesty. Therefore, some discussions may trigger an adverse reaction. If a discussion is beginning to upset you, we advise that you please stop listening and talk to your support team. It's so good to be back with you. How you doing? This is Vince The Voice, and this is Black Mental Matters, the podcast designed to address the issue of uh, mental health in the black community. Let me just first say, I hope everything is okay for you and yours during this wild uh, you know, time with the coronavirus. But that's why this podcast particularly is so on time, because even though you can't get out, even though you can't maybe uh, see your doctor in, in, in person through telemental health, which is not new, but it is really relevant right now. Where you know where you have a delivery of your medicine via digital means in a non-in-person situation. We had such a great program with Mike Jones. You'll get to meet him, but we kept talking after the uh, interview, and I'm gonna we're gonna flip it around and play that first because kind of summarized, and then we'll hear the uh, actual recording. So hey, you know that's how we do it. It's Black Mental Matters. Here we go. Wow, Makiba, I'm telling you, that was amazing. And the fact that this service is now available for those of us that are at home where you can get some mental health counseling mm-hmm. through your phone, through your through your computer, that's pretty dang good. Absolutely. Huh? Yeah, through your tablet. You know, Vince, this is really interesting because about 10 years ago when I first saw this being advertised, I thought this was some type of hope. And when I saw sign up for counseling via the internet or this site, I thought, okay, this can't be legit because when I think about mental health, I'm thinking about it from the perspective of a client like myself that's gone through depression and the very clinical diagnosis. And this can't be something that you can just handle online or that that can be treated online. So I did not think that this type of platform was legit. So this was so great to hear Michael explain this from the point of the person that is the mental health professional and he looks like me you know this is one of my people telling me hey this is not only a legitimate platform but this is how it works and this is what the benefits are from it and not only uh i mean he does the counseling himself but he's taking the step you know to train others that's uh i mean that is right in line with what we you know this is it it really was so you know when my wife told me vince you need to go get some counseling i'm gonna jump (laughs) on my computer right quick (laughs) what you do i'm doing what you said baby Close my door. Close close my door. Leave me alone. I'm I'm in my session right now. But I mean, it could be just like that. Just as convenient as that. And then when I come out of this room, I'm a whole lot better. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Vince, when you think about our folks, you know, everybody's got a phone or everybody's got some type of media or most people have some type of media device. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be, you know, an Apple or whatever. Anybody can have access to this because most people do have some type of phone or some type of digital device as opposed to hey, you know, I got to get in the car. I got to go find this person. I got to go sit and I got to meet this person. I got to take the time out of my day. Like this is, this is really the rubber hitting the road when it comes to mental health. Yeah, this this can beat the uh, Corona, uh, Heineken, Hennessy virus, whatever. You, get, you know, you, you ain't living it. That, that ain't going to control our lives. We're going to, we're going to get the no, help No, it's not, it's not. We're going to get the help Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping That's up. That's right. That's Black Mental Matters. Thank you so much. <laughs> 
It's Black Metal Matters once again with Vincent Makiba. Makiba, how are you doing? This boy, uh, <laughs> how do you even how do you even describe this time, huh? It it is surreal. You know, these are unprecedented times of all these closings and shutdowns, of private businesses, government entities. It, it's a lot going on right now, and it's something that we've never seen before. Yeah, but you're doing okay, right? I am doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing good. I know you're over there living large and having a good time, <laughs> eating up everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, you going there? <laughs> <laughs> but listen, listen, uh, again, I'm, I'm just so excited about the Black Middle Matters podcast. And last uh, uh, week, you is kind, you is important, you is smart. <laughs> I mean, that just went over so well. And it touched on, ooh, I mean, think about even with this time right now, um, if you are in a self-isolated situation and you have someone at home that's dealing with depression, that, that show right there can help you out a whole lot, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. And to give, you know, anybody who's listening, just some um, context of what we're talking about. You know, we, we are under self-quarantine um, in the U.S. Or, or most of the U.S. So we are, you know, talking about what the impact of the COVID-19 uh, virus is having on not just businesses and families and schools and children, um, but, you know, also on, on people's emotional well-being and the heightened anxiety and coupling that with the social distancing and people running out of supplies at the grocery store because there's this this mass panic right now. You know, this is something that, that we really need to be talking about. It is, it is. I, I was just saying, that in order, if you got 20... Uh, cases of toilet paper at your house. How many uh, times you <laughs> what need, are you doing? <laughs> you need to be, <laughs> and it better not be us either, fam. Y'all better not be hoarding no toilet paper. It yeah. Better not be us. <laughs> yeah, don't don't do it. But 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 you know, again, as it relates, uh, you know, black mental matters and and to our minds. I mean, if we mm-hmm. can't, you can just get uh, you know, kind of freaked out and think. I, in fact, I, I'm gonna confess because you know, I, I got some mental stuff myself. I was watching TV yeah, and I just jumped up and ran to the store. I. I I mean, just jumped straight up, Makiba, from the couch and ran to the store and started buying stuff. And wow. Did, did, did you get ribs, Vince? Did you get ribs? Forget you. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> snitching all the time. But <laughs> what I got done, I got back to the house and said, Vince, what, what did you just do? You know, your last right. $120 that you had in your pocket and you just went and bought eggs and milk and apple juice and all this stuff. But, 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 hey, I mean, I do understand because now they're saying, you know, it's not, who knows? Knows how long, um, right? You know, you could be up uh, up in the crib. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So I mean, so there is a sense of alertness that we do need to make sure that we do have the adequate supplies at home. Um, but you know, but there's a balance in, in in everything, and that's why I'm so excited about having this next guest on, Vince, because I've always been interested in teletherapy or telepsychology or you know whatever the terminology of it is as it pertains to instances like this where there is impending danger or the things that are happening or can happen you know, in our society that will you know, prevent us from going and, and seeking out um, therapy face-to-face. So I, I'm really interested just to hear how this is being rolled out. 
Well, I tell you, it's no doubt that uh, the mental health field in the United States come under the scrutiny as a field that's in dire need of change. And if if, if this situation don't uh, let everybody know how much of a change uh, uh, may be needed, I don't I don't think uh, anything can. And so what we're going to be discussing uh, today and we had a great expert that's going to be joining us is uh, is, is is what, what do we call it. It's uh, like tele tele mental health. We'll get the the right but being able to access mental health professionals uh, through technology uh, as you said not having to go to an office mm-hmm. avoiding that stigma of of, of, of having right. to drive down there you know and receive treatment yeah. right there in the privacy of your home um, it's it's an amazing mm-hmm. fascinating and I'm so excited as well and proud of this uh, brother who is out in a place called Cersei Arkansas he's just gonna laugh because I, I know Cersei Arkansas <laughs> And I say he is where? And so, listen, you all don't want to miss this. When we come back, we're going to be talking to, he is the founder of uh, Renewed Vision Training, uh, Mr. Michael Jones, and he's going to be joining us in just a moment. Stay there. It's Black Mental Matters. It's Black Mental Matters with Vince the Voice and Makiba Reed Johnson. And uh, Makiba, we're going to be joined now by the founder, creator, designer of uh, online courses for mental health professionals. Awesome. It's called uh, Renewed Vision Training. And uh, I, I, I do want to tell you a little bit about this brother because, uh, I mean, he is an interactive reality therapist providing support and practical feedback to help clients effectively address personal life challenges. Sound like he do what we do, Makiba. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Michael S. Jones in the crowd. Michael goes crazy for you. <laughs> Michael, oh my God, Mike! How's it going? Doing fine, man. Doing fine, Michael. Um, Again, telehealth, man. You are on the leading edge of. uh, I mean, and and in such a time as this is today. uh, Well, just go ahead. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Mike, so we can, you know, really get to the nitty gritty. Well, I I'll go way back now. Don't give you the whole story. You know, I'm from a little small, literally two red light town in West Tennessee. Uh, I've been trained as a mental health counselor for the past 17 years. Been married for 22 years. Got two daughters, and so and and just just enjoying life right now. So uh, things are things are good, and uh, uh, things are busy right now with uh, with the mental health world right now. So we're just mm-hmm. trying to do the best we possibly can. And and so as I uh, you know learned about you, you were kind of on the fr- forefront on this uh, being able to uh, work with uh, patients. Uh, through technology, talk about that a little bit. What what even got you into doing something like that? Well, it's a, it's really funny. So I will say, let's go back maybe fifteen years or so. I was uh, I'm a th- I'm trained as a therapist, but I'm at, at that time in my life I was a, I was a minister as well, and I found myself driving back and forth an hour each way uh, for getting counseling wow. for myself. Mm. And because the, the town I lived in at that time, I knew all the therapists there, and I knew most of the ministers there, so I wanted to be able to get the therapy I needed, but I needed to find a place where I could do that, you know? So I did that, that whole thing of driving back and forth for an hour for about a year. And they got tiring after doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know, you fast forward, I moved from Pennsylvania down to Arkansas and I started teaching uh, at a university and we are uh, starting to do online supervision for students, but it's not something that was not, not really practiced that much at that time period. 
So I went and took a training uh, online uh, to do it, and it was basically 15 documents you read. You read the documents, and now you're able to go online and do therapy, which I thought, that's a little weird, just to read, read the documents to, to do that. Mm. Uh, so I ended up uh, getting, my, getting my certification that way, and so I went to my counseling board and said, hey, and this is something I'm really interested in. I would love to write my own curriculum, and say so backs me on that. I took about an eight-month time period, uh, wrote a curriculum uh, for uh, telemental health. And so since about 2012, uh, I've been training people how to do to, uh, telemental counseling and, and how to do supervision online as well so they can reach their clients and reach their supervisees uh, through video. And so that's that's kind of where I've, uh, I started doing that back in, back in 2012. And it's just it's grown since then, and, and it's been an interesting journey so far. Wow. Oh, that's so interesting. M- Michael, can you just let our listeners who just may not really have that much information on, you know, just the regular, the face-to-face counseling, can you just kind of let them know exactly what is telemental health or teletherapy? Yes. Yeah, so telemental health counseling is basically whenever I have a counseling session with the client and I either I'm using some type of interactive video software, I'm using the phone, I'm using email, or I'm using text messaging, one of those ways is, uh, of connecting with my client. So I primarily focus on doing video-based counseling with my clients and, and training individuals. How do you do that in, in an environment uh, where you uh are able to connect with the client and uh, be able to talk to them and uh, learn technology on how to do that and also how to do it ethically as well. So that's kind of um, what I've been doing for the past few years. So, so you not only you not only do it, but you train the other folks on how the other therapists on how to do that. That's wonderful, bro. Yeah, that's, I mean, I feel like that's the only way you can do it because there's there are people out there who are, who are training. But my thing is, you can only I think you need to be practicing as well. So I mm. still practice and I still do this myself, so that when new, when new software comes out, I try it out and I want to know how it works. That way, when people ask questions, I want to be able to give them an educated answer on it because I've actually used it versus this is what I've heard. You know, so uh, yeah, yeah, I still practice online as well and still continue to train people as well. Right, right. Michael, can, can now can you just let us know like what are with what's going on right now, you know, with the social divide and, and, and the people trying to make sure that they're still able to get in their therapy sessions. I've been listening to a lot of therapists that have not been ever set up online and they are now just trying to get on Skype or get some type of platform that they are aware of. And then I'm seeing, you know, the online therapy programs like Talkspace and BetterHelp what is the difference between individuals that are using this media and the collaborative effort of getting all of those people together in a program? Mm. Well, it, it matters on how they go about doing it. So there, there's, there are so many different specialty groups uh, that are that, who, who focus in on doing counseling and they will find uh, find therapists online. So there's one group um, that I have a very close relationship. Uh, his name is uh, Lenny Carter, and he started this software uh, called MyTrueCircle.com. And basically, uh, he you're able to go on and find providers in your area who provide telemental health counseling. And so he has a directory to set up there, and also he has the software as well to, to uh, do that. And so uh, he's been a very good connection of mine for the past three years. And so uh, I've used his software uh, quite a bit as well. Uh, 
there's other places like uh, smartcounseling.com where you're able to get connected with people who, who do uh, telemental health counseling and be able to, once again, find the services that you need. Um, there's an, another group called uh, Therapy for Black Girls, uh, uh, and it's a right. great website, and you're able to connect with therapists to uh, uh, not necessarily do the, uh, telemental health counseling, but that you can find services that you need. But there are a lot of great resources out there for individuals who want to be able to get counseling in an online environment. It's just, once again, it's just a shunt trying to find as close as a Google search and looking for what fits you the best. Well, I'm sitting right. here, you know, right now, uh, I'm under, uh, what, I'm social distanced because can't go nowhere, and uh, <laughs> I'm tripping up in the crib, uh, so I can't, you know, get out to come see somebody. How does this work, man? What, I just call you up, hey, Mike, man, we got to, we got to talk, you know, and then, what? how, how does it work? So, uh, basically, if, uh, let's go back to the Macho Circle, for example. You would, you would go to their website, and the uh, first thing it's going to ask you, are you signing on as a patient, or are you signing on as a clinician? So if you're going to be a potential uh, client, you put your zip code in there. You put your zip code in, and automatically it shows you people within 10, 15, 50 miles of where you are to help you to see what yeah. the, who are the uh, providers who are already trained in this matter uh, and, and they help, so they can give you the help that you're looking for. So you have websites like that who have already done the uh, work on getting you connected with the clinicians who are in your area. Because uh, one, one of the big issues for a lot of people is making sure that we get the get clients who are based in the same state that we're in. So that way, right. uh, yeah, that way you're not, I'm not, not here in Arkansas and seeing somebody in Alaska. Uh, we we try to keep it within within those state lines that way. But yes, uh, that, that website like that help you to find uh, people who are already providing these services for you, let you know what insurance they take, different things like that. And so they, a lot of that work is done for you on the front end. Well, excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the question though, still, you know, when we talk about say telemedicine, what what they're saying now, you know. So I guess the doctor looks at you uh, through the screen, and you can tell that uh, your eyes are red, and uh, maybe through some Fitbit or something is showing you that your heart rate is. But with this, not as a, I guess in the training, but as a as a patient on this side, you know, what what mm-hmm. is it that you're doing for me through this tele through this telemed uh, mental health uh, therapy? This uh, what is it telepsychiatry and all that kind of stuff? How does that work, man? What's 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 the dynamic? Well, for for me as a client, if I'm coming in as a client, one thing I'm getting able to do is do this from the uh, from the privacy of my own home. And so, whether I have I have an iPad I'm jumping on, or my laptop, computer, or sometimes even our phone, there's uh, software you can use as well, where I'm face to face in real time with the clinician who mm-hmm. is trained to do mental health counseling, also has the specialized training and been able to, to do it through video. Because one of the things that's different with um, for a client, you know, if, I, if they walk into my office, I can see all the nuances of, you know, they, they're, they're nervous and they shake their foot, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, if that's going on, I lose a little bit of that in an online environment. So that you have these people who are trained to be able to watch for uh, other like body language uh, issues, things of that nature. So they can, so that you still feel like you're getting all the things you would in a uh, traditional counseling setting, but you're getting it just through your video or, or, or service that you're using. Mm. Right. And, and I'm glad that you're kind of touching on the um, benefits. Uh, Michael, because, you know, one of the things I like about this type of platform is that I believe that that it will sometimes allow for clients to be less guarded because they're in their own space. And I know that a lot of times when, you know, clients are on their way to, to see their therapist or to see counseling, you know, sometimes just getting up and getting showered and, and getting dressed like that's a whole psychological process. 
for them to go through. And by the time they get to their therapy session, and I, I've heard this from a lot of people, that, that by the time they get to their therapy session, they're already kind of masking, you know, how they feel because they've had to push themselves to be, quote unquote, okay enough to make it into the session. Mm. And what I like about the teletherapy is that, you know, clients would would seem to feel more relaxed because you're kind of meeting them where they already are. Yes, and and there's and there's there's something about being in an online environment where we change. There's there's this, this terminology that we use, which is called the, the disinhibition effect. And mm. you 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 you've seen this before, you know. So you know it's like it like on in social media. Someone may say something on social media they wouldn't necessarily say to your face, you know. Mm. So, yeah. And, mm. yeah. And so mm. and so this, we we have the same type of effect that's going on with telemental health counseling that people just feel automatically a little bit more comfortable because. Yeah. They are, they are they are in that space where there's a lot more control there. I'm in my home. I'm not having to leave out of there. You know, sometimes a lot of times between the home and the office, they lose their nerves. They, they go back yeah. home and they won't get the counseling they need. And so here they get to do in the, in the privacy of their home. And, and a lot of the anxiety and stuff that is attached to that and the stigma that's attached to it, they're able to work through that because it's just me and them face-to-face there. And they don't have to worry about sitting in the office or sitting in the lobby with a bunch of people they don't know. And so it, it helps them to have to kind of create that space for them there. Oh, man. Oh, that's, that's so excellent. Yeah, that, that, that's real good. Nice and, and, and private uh, uh, one-on-one. So, uh, uh, Mike, we got to take just a short time. Uh, pause for the cause but uh, we're going to come back again we're talking today Michael S. Jones not only uh, counselor using uh, tele uh, mental health but also training other therapists out there to utilize this this is some important stuff for this time mm-hmm. right now you keep it right there it's Black Mental Matters Black Mental Matters, Vince the Voice Bailey and Makiba Reed Johnson talking to Michael S. Jones of Renewed Vision Training. And Michael, you're in a place called Searcy, Arkansas, which is, uh, I know that place. I used to live in the Arkansas there in Little Rock and Sherwood. I know you heard of those places. And what, one yeah. of the things that, that did, did this whole telemedicine, uh, telehealth, uh, did, uh, mental health, did it, did it come from uh, the lack of mental health therapy in the rural areas because you you got that, that's kind of out there man you got some cows and stuff down the street from you I know already but I do too that, well, that is that is that is one of the concerns is that uh, a lot of people will do that because it's hard to find people who who take your insurance and also in your, mm-hmm. are in your area and that makes a big difference for for them uh, and so that so that, that part of that came from that aspect of they would find providers who are connect with you. Another thing is to finding someone who you feel comfortable with. You know, I've had requests before for someone say, well, I'm looking for an African-American male therapist to work with, and there's just not many in my area, period. And so mm. that this this gives them that opportunity to be able to connect with somebody who they feel they feel comfortable with in their area. And so I've seen that happen quite a bit as well. So it, it, the, uh, the real, I think the impetus behind this is that we, we still have areas where we have a, a shortage of therapists. And if, and, and if you have someone that has a specialty area that you really need to be working with, we this helps you to be able to connect with those people who have special areas that you have, even though they may not be within driving distance for you, but with the internet, it, it cuts out that driving space and it gives you the ability to get that specialty that you're looking for versus you kind of like having to kind of settle for the person down the road because they just have to take your insurance. And so I think it, it opens up the doors quite a bit for clients where clients are getting the best care that they need from the, the person they want to get it from. Wow. Uh, I, I love that. I think that's excellent because, you know, just thinking about 
that with tele, telemental health, it doesn't limit you to proximity because I know that, you know, one of the biggest complaints has been people, especially in, you know, the metro Atlanta area, that you've got to kind of map your life around you know, the, the traffic and, and travel time. So they're trying to find a therapist that they can get to and from in a, a decent amount of time. And so they're kind of limiting themselves to people that are in the area as opposed to casting a, a, a block net. And also, Michael, you just po- you just um, touched on something that I really like when you were saying about the um, inhibition effect and, and, and just how elemental health can kind of do it wherever you are from your phone, you know, the laptop. For a lot of people, feeling of disclosing to your employer that you are getting ready to take two hours off from work because you've got to go to talk to your therapist and a lot of people don't mm. want their employer for whatever reason into, to have that information and you with this you can actually go sit in your car or go take your lunch break somewhere while you're at work and go through your therapy session and then come right back to work without even leaving the location mm. yes i mean it, it opens up a lot of doors uh, on, on that end of it and so yeah. it is it just helps it is it, it makes it a lot more flexible when you think about traditional counseling you know it's an eight eight o'clock to five o'clock for most places and, yes. uh, and and for individuals who are working those those times don't work and so mm-hmm. uh, i'm able if i want to i'm able to provide services after hours and so this person doesn't have to work till five you know mm-hmm. i can still meet them in the evening and they don't have to worry about having to fight traffic to get to me and everything like that so it, it just, it just one thing is I think it opens up options for individuals to be able to get the services they need without having restrictions of coming into an office. Man, I think this, this is this is made tailor made for black folks. <laughs> this is tailor made for black folks. And and also for differently abled persons mm. or persons with transportation issues, you know, people who have children who can't get, you know, childcare if they're trying mm-hmm. to see their therapist. I mean, this this is just really a great option. I, what I wanted to ask you, though, Michael, is this somehow taking into consideration the low number of African-American um, counselors, you know, the percentage, you know, we just don't have that many compared to, to white therapists. Does this having the option of or looking at how many therapists there are in the U.S. and then breaking down, okay, I'm sorry, how many African-American therapists there are in the U.S. and then trying to, from that number, breaking down and trying to find out and, and extract how many African-American therapists are set up for telemental health. Is that even a smaller percentage? I'm seeing a lot of, of African-American therapists who are a part of this, uh, like back of a better term, this movement, because oh, I think well, uh, uh, because one of the things that we you think, think about, you know, as, as an African-American male, some of the best therapy I, I've received before is in a barbershop, you know? Wow, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and, uh, or, or, or someone goes to the hair, they, they have these people, they have people to, to be able to talk to. And so, mm-hmm. whenever you start to be able to take that out of out of the out of the out of the, out of the, the hairdresser, now you have someone, a professional who can speak to you uh, to the to, to the things that you're dealing with. We're, we are seeing more African Americans who are going into counseling. You know, that's, I'm, I'm a I, I teach counseling, and so uh, that's one thing that, that's important to me is to see more people of color who are or who aren't uh, becoming counselors, and it makes it more available to to uh, to people who are needing that. Because for for a lot of people, you know, when it comes to therapy, you know, we, we we still have that big gap of I don't want to help tell people my business, you know, but yeah. for lack of a better term. And right. so by having someone that looks like me when I go in there, it, it, it helps them a lot, quite a bit to kind of uh, to some of those walls come down automatically because there's a connection that can be made automatically there. So 
then, you know, I, I, I think this helps out quite a bit because it does. It allows me to be in more places, more places than, than one because I have once again have the internet to allow me to do that. Well, this uh, telemedicine, telemental health, I mean, it, it is just uh, in so many ways, again, alleviating the widespread shortage of the professionals, of mental health professionals, mm-hmm. making it more accessible and convenient. Uh, you don't have to you know, battle the traffic, uh, avoiding the stigma. Nobody sees you walking into an office. You're getting it right there mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in your, your your home. I understand it's That's also right. helping a lot with addiction treatment. Uh, talk about that a little bit. I mean, if I so if I'm sitting there at the crib and I'm just I'm jonesing for a drink, I can pick it up and say, "Hey, Mike, I need to talk to you, man." I'm, I'm uh, some, I, I don't know. How, how is that? They're saying it's changing the landscape of addiction treatment. So there, there is uh, a lot of people who are on uh, addiction treatment and still doing telemental health. You know, they're, they're running groups online for uh, substance abuse groups on, online, and also doing substance abuse, oh, abuse counseling as well for individuals. And so it does allow the ability to uh, to connect. And once again, if you're in a, or you are in a rural area where you don't have those opportunities. The, the easiest thing to do is to go back to what you were already doing in the first place. But mm-hmm. if I know I can go online and find that, you know, so in, in the area I'm in, there may not be much for me. But if I know, hey, there's a group that's going on, on online, even though the therapist may be go 100 miles away from me and they're, they're still in the same state, I'm still getting the, the help that I need. Uh, and that's, and once again, that's, that's where I, once again, I think it's where the, why that stuff is, is so important for us to be thinking about doing and getting the word out about it because it is allowing people to get the help they need even though they might not have that type of profession in their community, because we are, we talk about substance abuse by itself, that, that that's a whole other you know another, another strain of, of counseling, and we have people mm-hmm. who are uh, who need that type of help. But once again, if you're you don't have those services in your neighborhood, then what do you do? And so it, it is it's nice that you can go online and do that, Very right? And and also persons that are are struggling with addictions and are seeking treatment, especially telemental health treatment. I'm sure that they're even more conscientious of just privacy and and so can you just kind of just give our listeners just a little bit of comfort with you know how this works into the HIPAA laws and sites are secure and I've also heard some uh, contradicting information some therapists said Skype is not set up it should not be used for this because it is not secure so can you just kind of give some more information on that Michael? Yes I can give you kind of a little snapshot of that so so HIPAA is basically uh, making sure we are protecting our clients of of private health information that's an important part of that Uh, there's also another federal law out there called high tech that goes along with that whenever we're transmitting client Mm. information through electronic means and so whenever we are looking at software that uh, we're going to use we want to make sure that software is what we call HIPAA Secure. And so uh, it, it basically, basically what that does is there, there's certain levels of encryption that this software has, uh, there's certain paperwork that has to be signed. And you also have to use it in a, a, a compliant manner that way right. that it, it's safe for everyone. And so uh, I'm going to make sure that that's the software I'm using, it, it does fall in that category. So, you know, so I'm not going to be using FaceTime with my client. I'm right. not going to use Skype or anything like that. But there's plenty of different video software out there that people are using that uh, that falls under what, what's being called HIPAA Secure that people are using. And, and that helps the client to know, okay, this person is doing everything on their end to make to keep my privacy taken care of, and and the 
and the good thing I think for the consumer is that we're held liable. HIPAA just came out with the, the like their 2020 uh, like their fine fees. I mean, they have a one fee is just for for lack of a better term, it's more of an ignorance law. That where if I do something just out of ignorance, that I think the minimum uh, charge is like 120 bucks. but can go all the way up to a million dollars. I mean, so that I means oh, wow. they're 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 very serious about us being. <laughs> they should careful. be, yeah. Oh yes, with, with people's information, and so that's why it's important for people to be, be trained in the right manner because they, we have to realize we're dealing with people's uh, public. I mean, they're private information. And I don't want the, my information out there, so I'm going to be mm-hmm. very careful about everybody else's information as well. One of the things you, you, you talked about, that's one of our missions uh, with Black Mental Matters is to get more young people interested in this career field of counseling and um, you know mental health therapy, that kind of thing. And this kind of brings it to the, hey, you can be able to, from your space bubble in your house, be able mm-hmm. to work with and help <laughs> folks all over the world. I mean, I, I know it's got to be exciting, Michael. It's got to be exciting what's going on right now for you. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's exciting for our, our, our field just in general. Yes. I think we're in a situation right now where that nobody was expecting and no one saw yeah. coming. But I think in in the midst of all this, we're all of our therapists are about to learn a lot about themselves, yeah. about this profession, and how we can be able to deliver services and, and, and to help people because we, we're, we're unsure of what time's going to look like for all these next few weeks, over these next few months. And so, mm-hmm. this is once again it's just another alternative for individuals to to get into therapy and to be able to to get the help that they need. And people are learning new skills because of this. And so, I think it, this is going to be it's going to help everybody to to see the validity of what we've been doing for uh, the the past several years that has been available, but more and more people are now going to be exposed to it and it's going to see that this this is something that's going to be around from this point forward. It's not, it's not going away. They better get together because I'm going crazy over here, Bakiba. I'm up in this house. Oh, no. Help me, help oh, me. No. Help me. I'm oh, about no, to go get another don't. drink. Wait a minute. Put it down, man. Get rid of it. See, look, it's working already. Boy, y'all good. Y'all are good with this tele stuff. <laughs> Mike, uh, hey, hey, Michael, I'm sorry. I have one quick question. This and I I have had discussions about life coaches and and I, I know I'm, I'm gonna catch heat but every time I say this I just, I, <laughs> I want to educate people that you know that there is a difference between your licensed therapist and all of these pop-up life coaches that are online and I've seen a lot of life coaches making the transition to this digital media and just people need to make sure that they know what they're getting into dealing with this because they don't have the same type of guidelines that you all have, correct? I, I wouldn't sit up for this one, but my answer anyway. So yeah, so when, when you think when you think about a licensed professional, this is somebody who's who's going to school. Uh, they, in most cases, they have got uh, you know that they, they well, I would say most cases, they have a bachelor's degree. They have a minimum of two years of schooling. Where they do internships, practicum experience with students, and then after that, they end up getting another three three thousand to five thousand hours worth of practice. And so you you. So you have counselors or and, and social workers and psychologists training people who are trained in that manner who go into this this, uh, this training to be able to do this type of stuff. And so you do have people who are going the life coaching route. And I, I think the thing people have to, to realize is that when we look at life coaching, that's not for mental health. 
Uh, right. that's, that's not the purpose, but that's not the purpose behind it. And now that's not, that's not me throwing shade of life. So it's just, it's just a reality. Yeah, that's not right. what the training is for. It's just the reality of it is, uh, as mental health professionals, we're trained to deal with mental health issues. Life coaches, they're, they're, they're trained to deal with, you know, I'm, I'm in a certain point in my life. I'm trying to improve to get to a different place. Mm-hmm. And that's, and individuals do those type of things. That's, that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. I've, I've received training in being a life coach before, but it's significantly different than my mm-hmm. training as me and being a licensed uh, professional counselor and so it is important for us to you know, do our due diligence whenever we are checking in with people find out what the training is where did you go to school Absolutely. to get your training and things of that nature because uh, I mean it's, it's important and, and as, as as mental health professionals we need to be putting that information out anyway with informed consent letting people know this is what my training is and this is what I've done to, to be at this place in my life so mm-hmm. if people aren't willing to answer those questions I mean that's just a good one sign. I don't want to you don't want to mess with that so yeah there's, there's, a, there's, there's a big difference between what we do alright thank All you right. for that yes. thank you for well, his name is Mike Jones, and uh, he is the founder of Renewed Vision Training. So he's training therapists. He's training you. Uh, he's a counselor. Uh, he, he got a lot of uh, hats. And, uh, Michael, we just, again, appreciate you taking this time and appreciate what you're doing. And uh, I hmm. know we're going to stay connected. And Makiba ain't going to let you go now, man. You done messed up now. Uh-oh. <laughs> Makiba going to fix your life. We Makiba know who fix you are my, now. Fix my life. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you you brought up the life coach, not me. You was kind. All right. So uh, thank you all so much, uh, uh, Mike McKeeba, and uh, everyone for listening. And uh, again, for more information about uh, Mike, we can look him up at uh, renewedvisiontraining.com. And hey, God bless, man. And say say hi to everybody in Cersei for me. I would definitely do that. All 10 of us, I'll tell you. I'll say hi to them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you, Michael. Black Middle Madness. No God bless. Thank you.